You're listening to the Be So Good podcast with Colin Pierce. Colin says you are 10 times better than you think. So why not be so good they can't ignore you? Here he is, Colin Pierce. We spoke to the extraordinary Kieran Zerner some time ago, and she told us how to become known. And she, of course, herself started out with not being known, and she had to work at how to become known herself so that she could help people to become known. And if you haven't seen that podcast, then look for it. It's uh, headed Kieran Zerner, and she's somebody who you need to get to know. Now, I promise that we would come back and talk to her again. And this time, I'm going to ask her to explain her VIP principle about getting known, the sort of thing that she teaches to uh, Allianz and uh, the Walker Corporation, the New South Wales government, Aussie Home Loans, and lots of people in between. She's coached over 100 professionals. She's done this through 100 workshops in the last couple of years. She's helped 3,000 people uh, become known. And those who followed her advice in the last podcast will know that she's right on the money. So welcome again, Kieran Zerner. Thank you very much, Colin. It's great to be back with your audience. And for those who have uh, just joined us um, for the very first time, great to meet you. I think, um, as you say, get known. I think what I love to do is help business leaders, so people who want uh, working within an organization or sales representatives or for business owners. So you really want to build the brand of your business. So how do I get known for my expertise and experience? And importantly, how do I grow? So how do I grow my network? How do I grow my influence? How do I grow my business? And particularly in this season of life as well, I'm looking at how do you do that online? And gosh, isn't that more important now than ever as attention has turned online? You know, there's no better time to make that really uh, impressive digital first impression. So the first time I look you up, what do I find? And I think that's why this is all so important. Wow. See? See what I mean? See why she's back? I, I want to know all about the VIP principle, which is one of the big things you talk about. VIP. Now, I like that idea, but what do you use the acronym for to explain what aspects of getting known? Yeah. And in the first one, I talked about, you know, in its simple terms, how do I start? What do I do? It's like, who am I? Uh, what do I say? How do I say it? Who do I say it to? And really the VIP principle is like a, a sort of a fancy packaging of that in a, in a way. But, you know, you think about the term VIP, like what do you think of when you think VIP, like very important person, you think of a celebrity, you know, we're uh, around about Olympics time, you know, you think about the amazing Olympic swimmer or Olympic runner. What I'm interested in, Colin, though, is behind the scenes, when you go behind the scenes of one of those VIPs, there is a whole lot of work. You know that, I know that, like there's a whole lot of work. And so I guess that's, there's, there's a few strategies that people, celebrities, sports people, business people put into place to get to that point of being known as well. Would you agree with that? I love that quote that says, sometimes it takes years for a person to become an overnight success. <laughs> Has that been your experience, Colin? Yes, I'm, I'm still waiting. 
to become an overnight <laughs> success, and I've been at it for 40 years. Uh, you've just got to plug away. Sometimes it's a matter of one yeah. foot up, one foot down, keep, keep up the journey. So what yeah. do the letters in VIP stand for for you? Yes. So the VIP principle is about V is about knowing your value. So what I mean by that is, is what is it that you offer, whether that is in terms of your products, your service, the, the value or usefulness of something that you do. And then how do you tell the story of that? So what's the value? And then how do you tell the story of that? The I is about identity. So knowing who you are, knowing your brand and why that's important. And the P is about purpose. So V is value, I is identity and P is purpose. And so that is all about how do you get that, put that passion into action. And maybe for the sake of what we're going to talk about today, I might kind of go into value because I think that's really relevant right now. Um, and like value, when it comes to value, what does that mean? Like, I think if you look at the context of today, what we value has changed. Would you agree? I think that, you know, once upon a time, people would value me turning up speaking at a conference, coming into their team, uh, being able to deliver something online. And I, I, I think that's true for a lot of businesses out there as well, that we've, what the customer's value has changed. So then as a business, how, if COVID's created this shift in what people value, what do our clients need right now? And I think that's an important question. Like just for example, and I, you feel free to jump in any time. I think a really cool case study of this is looking at what the alcohol companies have done, particularly around gin. You know, you would have thought that people value gin as the uh, important thing. But what the, uh, a lot of the alcohol companies did recently was they it was about the production process and the distribution because they weren't creating gin. Suddenly they shifted it into creating hand sanitizer. So what the valuable thing was, was the production and the distribution process. And so I just think there's been some interesting changes that, mm. um, that people have taken. Like for example, um, when, you know, the whole world shut down last year, um, you know, we all still wanted to tap into music and, um, and so there was amazing online concerts that we saw. So we still valued music. It's just that the way that it was offered was had changed. You know, we still valued exercise. So suddenly that all went online. Um, there was also a really cool story in Melbourne um, when Melbourne shut down late last year, that Jack's Tire um, provided this amazing um, service where they could actually do a tire check and do it all online so you didn't have to come into the store. So I think what it is about when it comes to value, it's asking ourselves, what are your clients' value? So you know, what are the different things that people need right now? Have you found that with some of your, um, your, your audience or the people that you've come to work with or even in your business, Colin? You know, asking that question, what do people value right now and how can I deliver that? Yes, it is, it is interesting because uh, it's pinpointed or narrowed down the focus. Once upon a time, a person starting in business would ask advice and say, you know, what do I do? I'd say, well, what do you do? Who are you? What did we mention this last time? Who are you and what are, you, what are the things that you contribute? And they kind of stare. And I say, well, look, you've created this wonderful 
coupling to go on a trailer to aid in the braking and the turning system. Who needs it? Oh, everybody. And they haven't really thought through who will use it. And it's a very narrow market that their value is to an extremely small market. So when they put their ad on their website, they don't think about Joe or Joe S with the problem towing and braking on a double axle trailer. They just stick it up and say, this is a great product. We spent 10 years designing it and um, we've got the parts from Germany and yeah, and that... Uh, it doesn't hit home because they haven't said this is valuable to you because of these reasons and talk about the benefits of it. That's always been a problem, but even more so now because all they've got is online and they're still trying to use the old tripe they used to use in the, in the old days of newspaper advertising in 1920. Yeah. Where people knew yeah. what they wanted uh, and could work it out for themselves. It needs spelling out and that value is yeah. important. What would you say there's a, there's a, one of our members has got a terrific sign on the corner of a very, very busy intersection. And uh, it's a cow of a corner. It's got five ways on it. And uh, it says, we can't fix bad traffic, but we can fix bad IT uh, right <laughs> above the stoplights. It's, it's a terrific yeah. little piece. Uh, how would you help them work through their value? Let's say it's me. Let's say I'm the bloke with the helping IT. How, what questions would you ask me to um, to help me think through the value for my sales staff, particularly. Yes, that's a good, good, uh, good case study. So, when you're looking at, so what are what are the what's the valuable thing that I can offer, and what is the valuable thing I can offer right now? So, if it's in terms of being able to provide IT, I think you'd be asking, you know, if if you just sort of went to your usual off-the-shelf products, it's like, hold on. Is this what people need right now? If everyone is working from home all of a sudden, um, what is going to be the tips and tools that they need um, to navigate? If people are moving back into the office, what are the different strategies that they're going to need for that? And that's where you put your emphasis on. Um, Maybe, and I quite like, you know, maybe you could create some training that goes around that. Maybe there's training that wasn't required before, but is now. And that might Mm. be something that you could create. Maybe there's a new way of doing something altogether so that it's like, okay, well, um, maybe there's an extra step or an extra product offering, uh, you know, an additional piece that you offer. And the other thing could be maybe there's even a collaboration with someone else that might be more meaningful now than it was previously. So if you were, um, again, I don't know if if it's like um, sort of the hardware IT of helping people set up their office or if it's more like, you know, how to understand the cloud. So I'm not exactly sure on the specific of the business but it could be that maybe there's a great collaboration like maybe if you know there is a need that your clients have right now but you don't offer that um that actual service maybe if you collaborated with someone else then actually you're expanding your market and you're also providing more um, value to your clients so collaboration is also a really useful tool for looking at value Yes, we heard from Jerry Crockford some time ago about working with a remote team or managing a remote team. And he, he was surprised himself by finding that the biggest problem they faced was several people in the team working on the same file 
and that didn't happen in the office because they'd say, uh, who's working on Jim Bob's uh, whiskey? And somebody would say that, oh, sorry, I just started changing that. You could have a chat. But nobody did that online and they found they had to upload uh, all their stuff. It took them several weeks to get it all going. That would be a place where you could point out the value in, in this particular member's business that we can prevent that kind of overlap and we could set up a uh, distribution process inside the inside the uh, the cloud. That's the word you used. So have we talked about yeah. value enough and move on to identity. Yeah. So, well, let me just finish off the value piece because I think when it comes to value, once you have, and I guess the first part is that um, uh, asking the question. And then the second part is the telling. So once you know what your value is, what your clients need right now, that's where we really focus in on telling the story of the value. So could you, and like if it was their IT business, for example, what are the different social posts that they could be putting out? It could be about, because again, I talk a lot about online. It could be, um, you know, what's the one thing you can do to support your customers this week and doing some social posts on that? Um, could you be um, sharing some insights of what you've learned as a business during this time? Um, could you be creating um, a short drip seed video of like what you're offering right now, how mm-hmm. things have changed? So looking at different ways that you could um, tell the story of the value you know if everyone's doing podcasts uh, like you're doing so could you create a podcast um another one that i love which is really easy to do um, and i love to give this as a suggestion is something even like a live so facebook live instagram live linkedin live you know you pick your channel but it's a really nice way that you uh, could be, let's say on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock, you do the coffee run. It's like the coffee chat. Um, let's see an alliteration for computer, computer coffee chat or something, you know, <laughs> 10 o'clock every morning, you're going to switch on the camera or pick up the, the, fo- the phone to film it. You could even do it via Zoom. There's a little button which says Facebook Live. And all you're doing is giving a quick tip. And just the, that over time um, means that you're constantly creating content. It means that your brand is out there. It means you're the go-to person or brand in that space. And you're just really starting to build your profile. And what does that do? It helps you get known for your expertise. It means you build credibility. And it means when someone comes to that pur- purchasing decision, they're like, oh, I should choose dot, dot, dot. So yeah, that's that's an idea of um, telling the story of the value. Yes, just as a way it raises yeah. it raises several questions. Um, it always raises questions for me because my background as a uh, television producer and presenter and and making training videos over these decades uh, goes back to something that Kerry Packer used to say to his news readers and to his uh, on the road warriors. He'd say. You don't appear in my customers' lounge rooms without a tie. You look professional. Well, I grew up in that kind of school where you always had this kind of image, the one I've got on the right of screen, the one you've got on the left of screen, where you look neat, controlled and managed. And that appeals to me. In a way, it doesn't appeal to me to see Joe Blow, the manager of a corporate business or a an IT business 
wandering around with his mobile up here going blah, 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 blah. Oops, uh, excuse me, madam. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, drop that. And that looks corny and homemade to me. But the rest of the world has become used to that and has looked past the corny amateur video and is more happy with the content. And that's what you're saying we need to get over be aware of the fact that we are presenting value in whatever format, as long as we're presenting value. We don't have to be too precious about our brand image. Am I on yeah. that? Yeah. Well, it kind of neatly ties into coming into the I, which is around identity, which is your brand identity. So it's sort of um, the brand identity is that perception that you're trying to create. It's that, um, particularly if it's online, it's that digital first impression and, and how is it distinctive? How is it memorable? How does it catch attention? And what you're saying, what I hear you say, Colin, is that um, you're creating an image and it is a professional image and what you're seeing is uh, something that's unprofessional and does that jar. And what I would say in this online world is we're sort of in this quest for the buzzword is authenticity. And I always think authenticity is a funny word because I, when I go to a doctor, I don't want them to be their authentic self. I need them to be the doctor. I need them to play that role to give me that perception. What we do want, though, is connection. And I think um, if you can still carry through the professionalism, whether that's in terms of your look and feel, whether that's your branding, uh, whether you do have some lovely, nice, beautifully shot corporate videos, if you layer into that some of the realness, um, that gets great engagement. So what I mean by that is if you were able to, if you did do the occasional video um, which was more like, um, I'm just sitting here. It used to be in the airport, but now it might be. I'm just sitting here in my lounge room, <laughs> just had a cup of coffee, just jumped off a Zoom call. And I just want to share with you, you know, the top three things that I learned, which will help you with your IT, with your haircut, with your whatever your product or service. And I, I, I just can't miss this opportunity to share this. And so you just deliver a quick to camera piece. Um, and you put that up online. It's almost like, this is a bit of a challenge. If you personally, listener or Colin, do this in the next 24 hours, see what happens when you put up that rough, ready, real stuff. Your engagement, I promise you, will go through the roof. So it's actually yeah. this, we just love that sort of as it happens, you know, especially in this age where, you know, you might see someone walking across the back of the screen or, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, yes, indeed. that's real life. Uh, oh, I have a have another contact who regularly puts out his five Friday fails and he openly declares the five dumb things he did that week, whether it's a fight with his wife, whether it's an argument with his uh, 12-year-old son about the rabbits, uh, whether it's something he said to a customer, and he is so real. He's, there's yeah. no way he, he can put across the idea that he's walking around with the broom stuck up his shirt. He's absolutely authentic. And what was the other word you used? Uh, connectedness, was it? Connection? Yeah, yeah. connection. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And actually, if you want a bit of the... Um... I'm good mates with a friend called Russell Pearson and he's like a marketing guru. Uh, he's in Australia. He, he was, uh, he's, I know him from the speaker world as well, a good mate of mine. We always love talking about marketing stuff. And he was telling me that, um, so you think about a Facebook feed or LinkedIn as you scroll through it, those videos that, you know, maybe you record literally sitting outside your house with, like a tree in front of you or walking down the street or walking through the hallway, 
um, because they look so different, they actually catch the eye. Um, so it does serve a purpose in attracting people, catching people. Mm. So that might be also versus a glossy one, which we're sort of used to seeing and we kind of tune those out, whereas we will capture attention for some of those. So I think, and what he and I, I was on his podcast and we were talking about just experiment, give it a try, be curious, see what happens. So, yeah. Now I can see um, and I think, yeah. I can okay. see the difference for a uh, not a funeral director of what do they call them the a director of age aged care yes would, would normally put out a video um, on his or her website that says at Happy Glades Retirement yes. Village everyone is cared for with the utmost love and the implantation of care. Pause. Look into the camera. Yes picture of people eating being walked through the garden mm. and we used to say that was authentic and real and I've produced hundreds of those videos for clients and corporations but somehow it strikes me from what you're saying and it's just hitting me that something around this era has made us say yeah that's okay but really love it when the director is in his shirt, no tie, bending down with Maisie at her 90th birthday. And the video begins and he says, this is Maisie. She's 90 today and she's been with us for 15 years. And you might have thought at 75, she shouldn't have come into aged care, but she had a hip problem. She was on her own and she wasn't very happy. And well, Maisie, how do you feel now? I've had the loveliest time and it's been beautiful living here and I've got a lovely unit with roses and you're a nice man too. So are you, Maisie. I want you to come and visit us sometime. Now, hopeless as that was, as an illustration, there's something warmer and more real about that connected, authentic video, isn't there? And that message. Yes. Not polished. Yeah. But it, as you say, it goes bah and arrests you. Yeah, but make no mistake, I say about there, and make no mistake, I love to, there's a great quote by Gary Vaynerchuk that says, you want to be the star and the producer. So the better you can get at the technical side, so if you're going to hold up that camera and do a quick video, if it's there shaking, it's not good vision for anybody. So it's still being able to capture those ad hoc natural moments and let's say if you had a microphone or if you had a clear hand or, you know, that's going to make it even better. So your television producer side still comes in. Um, so the best you can make those sort of as it happened moments look um, will also help increase your viewership, which is why, again, I, I hesitate to say authentic. So it's all Great. about the message and the method. <laughs> Great. The P. The, the purpose P. of doing all this the is, and you've led perfectly into the idea of the purpose and thank you for yes. allowing the television producer to still have his day. Uh, yes. I do think that's important. Yeah. There are some ways you can make a video look authentic by having a little bug microphone for $19.29 right. off eBay, by even right. having a gimbal to hold it or somebody else or stick it on a chair and make it clear from there. Anyway, let's go on to purpose. That's right. So purpose. And I think um, this is about, you know, this has been a hard couple of years. 
Um, there's so many things to distract us. Really, it's about how do we move with purpose? What are some of the things that are going to help us to step out and to keep taking the next step and the next step? Um, and so for this, I would say, well, first of all, do you have a purpose? Do you know where you're going? That would be my first one is sometimes it's just that recheck. Okay. You know, where are my plan from last year is updated. So where am I trying to go now? Um, and to that end is, do you have a plan? So we mentioned this last time, like actually having a plan, you know, sometimes, um, when I do 12 month planning, you know, comms plans with clients, I always like to just keep it on one page. You know, you just want to keep it simple. It's just helping you decide which way you're going and keeping it simple. So know your purpose, follow a plan, get a buddy, you know, these sorts of things about getting known, growing your business online. If, and I'm sure you do this through your programs. If you can have someone else where you can be accountable, um, it, it's a game changer. Because you think about if I was to get up and say, I've got to meet, I'm going to go for a jog at 6am tomorrow. If I've got a friend meeting me at 6am tomorrow, you can be sure I'm going to be there. But if it's by myself, it, it, it's 50-50. <laughs> so having a buddy um, makes, uh, and then the final one would be just do it, you know. And I said this last time, what are the two two little words that are most important and they are to show up um, or in the Nike swoosh language is just do it. So if you never take action, you will never be known. So it's just taking that first step. What's the next thing I need to do? Okay. This is so overwhelming. I'm just going to take up Karen's challenge. I'm going to record a video. I'm going to post it. Okay. That, that worked. Okay. The next step I'm going to, create um maybe something which is a promotion okay right got that next step you know so just do it just start taking action stop thinking about it just do it um so that would that would be my things know your purpose follow a plan get a buddy and just do it that would be my p <laughs> tell me those p's the, the p again because there's a few little subheadings in there purpose yeah so know your purpose like where are you going have a plan get a buddy and then just do it. I feel like this is definitely like an exercise metaphor related to this one. It is. Uh, yeah. Look, we could talk for ages and people want to get in touch with you. So tell us how to reach you. Show us your book again. Yes. Yes. For those of you who are watching, here's my book. It's, um, all for those of you who are listening, it's got a whole bunch of umbrellas on a beach and one yellow umbrella. I'm a mad travel junkie, which has been very distressing <laughs> over the last little while. And the, al the, the album cover, the, the book cover was uh, came up with it while I was in Mykonos in Greece. And so really it's about how do you stand out and how do you stand out without selling out um, on what it is that makes you unique? um and how to do that online and this book is basically all of the workshops that i teach i put into one book and it's a do-it-yourself guide to be able to help you work out all those things knowing who you are your identity knowing how to uh, articulate your value and uh, and tell the story of that value and the purpose so how to put it into action and there's lots of really useful things that um, can help you do that online and but the best way to connect with me would be just go to my website which is kieranzerner.com 
So K-I-L-L-Y-N-Z-E-R-N-A.com. And you can find me, my main social tools is LinkedIn and Instagram. And I'd love to connect with you there. Great. Where do we get the book? Ah, the book. It's on my website. So it's on Amazon and also on my website. Uh, you can get the book there. KieranZerner.com slash book. Thank you very, very much. And I hope that people contact you because you've got so much to give and so much to work with. And it's the wonderful thing I sense is it's not just in a few words or in a little podcast. You actually like to get down and intimate with the people who are going to make the progress and get themselves known and help them and coach them through that, don't you? Uh, yeah, so certainly love to, I've run a number of programs and different things where people can get involved and we work through this together. So a bit like, you know, the physical, the, uh, the metaphor of boot camp. So how do you get together, um, work with people, work in a program so that you can actually put that passion into action, uh, which is the P, the purpose, um, and to help people in that way as well. Yeah. Thank you, Kieran. Will you, uh, for listeners, will you please, if you're listening on iTunes, download this episode and play it again. Uh, subscribe to the podcast in uh, iTunes or whatever your favourite app is. And certainly on YouTube, as you're watching, will you also make a little comment there because it does help the reviewers and somebody in need may find this and then find Kieran extraordinarily helpful. You've been listening to the Be So Good podcast and here's the woman who, this is the woman who says, be so good, they can't ignore you. Isn't that the truth, Karen? That's right. That's right. And, you know, it's whether this is for your professional life or your personal life, I think each of us have something to say or share or sell. And so it's a great opportunity to just use the tools about how do you get known, how do you grow um, so that you can influence people uh, in your area of, uh, of the world. Hey, thank you for being with us and all the best to you from here on. Thank you, Colin, and thanks to all your listeners, and I look forward to staying in touch. You've been listening to Be So Good with Colin Pierce. For more episodes, check the playlist at colinpierce.com slash podcast. And don't forget to drop a review in the iTunes listing.